Hello, everybody. I'm Clay Brees, and we're here on The Watchmen, folks. Saturday afternoon at 1 p.m. right here on AM Radio 1180 WFYL. Folks, thanks for being with us for the here today and for the last five years, tuning into our expert opining on the issues of the day. And thanks for being with us as we jump right into this. Looks like North Korea is uh, launching a nuclear attack submarine, and I guess that's going to make the world safer. So while Biden is running his his new ad campaign to try to make people think that he's strong and quiet strength and, and, and courage and courageous and with quiet strength and uh, showing his competency in government policy making by, you know, solving the supply chain problems. And of course, you know, um, making us more energy independent. Well, why don't we just throw in there making our world a safer place as North Korea is launching a nuclear attack submarine? Because after all, that's going to make the world a safer place. I mean, so don't miss that. I mean, I, I just think it's an amazing thing that that this is this is what's going. It's going to make things even safer. So Kim Jong Un is gushing over the sub at this at its lavish launch ceremony, which came up a few days before the 75th anniversary of the founding of the communist dictatorship. And the uh, corpulent dictator uh, looks like he's the world's most sinister child unwrapping an unexpected gift at Christmas. I mean, that's what it comes down to. So the sub was ostentatiously christened hero Kim Kim Kun Ok for the name of the of a famous North Korean naval officer from the Korean War. It appears to be a slight variation on a Russian Romeo class diesel submarine design. With 10 visible missile launch tubes. But the Romeo series was generally considered a failure for the Soviets with a host of serious design and performance issues. It doesn't matter. This is a submarine that can launch something. It can launch a, a you know, missile, okay? But again, you know, the submarines are, were, will, the, the, will be equipped with a vast array of nuclear delivery vehicles such as bearing power and will be poised to launch preemptive and retaliatory strikes at any time underwater. I just think it's very, very compelling. Okay, so the, the nuclear attack submarine, which has made a, been a symbol of aggression against our, our nation for the past few decades, now symbolizes their threatening power that strikes fear into unscrupulous enemies, okay? So again, they're, they're wanting to achieve rapid development of their navy, including arming them, arming the navy with nuclear weapons, was was important to the enemy's recent aggressive moves and military acts. So, I think he thinks that this is going to make the world safer. And I think Biden realizes, or and again, that he thinks it's going to make the world safer. This is the same guy that wants to cancel Alaska oil leases and you know, and again, the you know, gas leases because he he wants to cut the cost of energy. So, as he claims, as he claims in one advertising campaign that's going to be broadcast uh tomorrow's football games he's going to claim that he is making america more energy independent as he tries to make that claim uh he's going to be uh you know up against the facts that he cut the leases and he's cutting production okay that he's looking to uh you know in a in a time where supply uh, he, he wants to he wants to drop the supply as demand increases okay so that person that has that think that that's logical to cut costs is the same person that believes that 
Kim Jong-un is uh, having a nuclear submarine is going to make the world a safer place. Now, South Korea is giving us some assurances because they're, they're saying there's no signs, that there are signs of deception and exaggeration in their claim, including those missile launch tubes, which appear to have been made larger and more numerous than, than the Romeo-class sub could conceivably require. Overloading the sub with missiles and launch tubes will make it much easier to detect. So the submarine, through through uh, though heavily modified, is based on the 1950 or uh, Soviet technology, and, and it has an, it has a bunch of limitations. But nevertheless, in terms of complicating the targeting challenges that the U.S. and its allies are going to face, the submarine will serve North Korea's purposes. It's going to happen. But you know, the uh, South Korea is just giving assurances that the the modified submarine. Uh, put South Korea and Japan under its range, and but they're giving us assurances uh, that North Korea is going to require extensive assistance, if you will, from a more advanced pro- party, if I should say, power like Russia to build its own nuclear sub missile subs. The Russians are probably not eager to provide the Pyongyang these, but there there are uh, there has been some speculation that Russia might consider offering some sub technology in exchange for North Korea weapons. That could be sent to Russian troops in Ukraine. So there's something to be done there, maybe. But again, you know, you got North Korea saying that these subs are going to put South Korea and Japan under its range, in theory, in Guam as well. But but the reality is it's not going to happen. But whatever the case is, it certainly rattles the cages of Americans. I mean, none of us like that, okay? I just think it's interesting. Oh, I want to get a little bit into the uh, coronavirus. What's interesting is what we're finding out about ivermectin and things. No, no doubt. Again, these these people, these these policymakers, these incompetent policymakers. Okay, uh, the same people that can't put fires out in ten days in Hawaii. Okay, the same that you know are the same people that believe that the coronavirus can be managed with a vaccination that they know is ineffective. Now, um, they've just proven that natural immunity is thirteen times more effective than these vaccinations. Well, we've kind of known that. Yeah, uh, nobody wants to get the virus, but they were scaring people into how serious the virus really was. They were trying to convince people the need, the need that they had to to get vaccinated. They wanted to promote vaccinations, so they put this out there. Uh, Walensky, who was the, the the director of the CDC, she's out there, and she was basically she quit the CDC because I guess what she was looking at the facts that were unfolding in front of her on COVID. You know, like the mask, the mask lies and others, but the Ivermectin, they just lost the case. I guess the CDC lost the case in court, in the Fifth Judicial Court of Appeals, that they just ruled that the CDC overstepped their bounds and and inserting themselves between patients and their doctors with doctors that want to prescribe ivermectin. And it was really an amazing thing that the court just now has ruled on this, but where is the media on that? See, what's amazing to me is the media is not out front talking about this. But that's a court case that just, it's its a public court case that took place. We know this. So what's that mean? Well, what does it mean? It means to Americans that the policymakers were lying to us or at least exaggerating to us. And, you know, you've got these new variants out there in COVID and now they're trying to get people to take new vaccinations. So America is still living again in 2021. Uh, with their policy. So they're trying to make it so that six-month-old babies get vaccinated. 
They want babies to get vaccinated. They want babies to be vaccinated. They want people to be vaccinated. In spite of the fact that natural immunity is easy to obtain, and once it's obtained, it's more effective than a vaccination. You know, the thing they lied about with these vaccinations, see, is that when they are given regionally in, in the arm, they're, they're, like most vaccinations, they're supposed to stay there in that spot. And then what happens is the infection builds there and it goes to the lymph nodes in the under the arm. And then it goes to from there to the, the rest of the body as, a, as an immune system, okay, the fighter, if you will, because it's a weakened virus. But this doesn't do this. This, this particular vaccination goes throughout the body right away. And that's just something that they didn't tell anybody. They didn't tell Americans that at all. So it's just compelling. We have to understand that these people that are making public policy that are affecting the lives of so many people are now looking to push more vaccinations out. They want to push vaccinations out again. And they want to have another rollout, okay? They want to convince people that we need to do this. You know, we got to ask ourselves, why are these people pushing this when we know now that Natural immunity is a real thing and that we're promoting that as being 13 or in some cases 20 times more effective than vaccines themselves. Why are we pushing this? Why why are they doing this? Well, we can ask the question, I guess, as we do, and we can answer it with the obvious. You know, who's making money on this? Okay, that's really, to me, what it comes down to. I mean, we'll look at the public policymakers that are, you know, I mean, we're, we're looking at the, the, the adverse effects from these vaccinations. They're very real. Very, very real. And, you know, they're talking people into getting these vaccinations. I think it's very compelling. They're now understanding about these blood clots that happen in the people when they die. So these people pass away and the blood itself, uh, what's in the, the proteins that are generated in the blood that is separated from the blood within the blood, uh, I guess somehow, <clears throat> you know, assembles into some sort of a clot that plugs up the entire body and they're pulling these things out of the out of people now of course they're dead people <clears throat> they're pulling them out of but they're still pulling them out of people i mean and these vaccinations are causing this so this these are facts that aren't out there but again the people that are promoting that you know that promoting the canceling alaskan oil leases and gas leases as as being good for for having a positive effect on, on fuel prices at the pump are the same people trying to get you to take vaccinations because they're good for you, okay? You know, folks, don't miss this. I mean, when they're talking about Joe Biden now in these ads, they're going to be running these ads and start seeing them all. But they're running a $25 million ad campaign because O'Biden has lost, you know, the, the public has lost confidence in O'Biden. At least the polling says it suddenly happened. It suddenly happened. Folks, we've been declaring that on this show for three years, okay? We've been declaring it on this show for, for years now that Joe O'Biden, uh, people do not have confidence in O'Biden at all. And we know that. They don't have confidence in him at all. And, um, you know, it's really, really an amazing thing. People don't have confidence in him. Well, they haven't had confidence in him. I mean, this Ukraine war is a big joke, Okay. I mean, honestly, it's the Ukraine war is being incapable. He's incompetently handling this. How he handles trade with China, you know, how he can't how he can't hold a meeting with with foreign dignitaries without falling asleep. How he can't hold press conferences without reading cue cards. I mean, the evidence of of his incompetency is overflowing. 
and it really is. I mean, it's 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 dangerous. Okay, he's unreliable and harmful. Okay, that's the truth of it. And the media is just not out there declaring anything on this. The media is actually missing on all this. You know, the the, the media is literally absent without leave. There is no objective media any longer. There is nothing that they are not talking about any of this. The media is just leaving this alone. Because if they were talking about it, the people. So Biden's favorables are down to 38, 39% according to CNN. They realize now that the window of opportunity for other candidates to get into the race is narrowing and literally closing. And they're going to be stuck with him. And they know that he's losing in all the polls to all the candidates, but he's more importantly, he's losing to Donald Trump. <clears throat> Donald Trump is likely going to be the candidate that they're looking at because he's leading in all the Republican primaries. The media can't believe that every time that the indictment goes out, every time they put on television court hearings or whatever relating to Trump and how Trump is being treated in court or his case or whatever else, every time they talk about it, every time they get into it, every time they highlight something like that, his favorables tick up and he gets more money in the bank. They're trying to tie this guy up in court, and it's really amazing because the people are just, they're, they're not having any part of it. They just can't, they can't handle it. And now they got Hunter Biden coming out. They got all this stuff on Hunter Biden. This is a big game that's going out here. You know, a lot of this is coming out. I think it's very, very telling as well. But it's a shameless act or, you know, what, you know, it's, it, to me, it's, it's really, really horrible. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a shakedown, if you will. I mean, it's just amazing, okay? I mean, felonious use of drugs, photographed in all kinds of compromising situations and admissions to illicit foreign shakedowns. Hunter accused his dad of also being on the foreign tape when he quote-unquote said, I hope you you all can do what I, I did and pay for everything for this entire family. Unlike Pop, I won't make you give me half of your salary. So this is Joe Biden dogging to him. You know, Hunter's alleged felonies range from bribery to tax evasion that he has not yet been prosecuted for anything is scandalous. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. His exemption is attributed only to a, Attorney General Merrick Garland's No Justice Department being likely weaponized and directed uh, basically to, to downgrade or forget altogether the charges against Hunter. So given such wild behavior, why would this guy not tone it down or stop the grifting or whatever, cease his behavior, quit redirecting attention to likely illegal acts of his dad, the president? Why 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 did he just not like settle this 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 child support suit filed by his by by his, his ex wife or, or you know, why would he do why would he not do that? Why haggle for money over his daughter? Hunter instead outrageously claimed near poverty. That excuse was hilarious, given that he he sold uh, his Hunter paintings for half a million dollars apiece, and he flies on private jets and pays nearly sixteen is paid nearly sixteen thousand a month to rent it pays that much to rent a house in in uh, Malibu. So why why did he he ever get involved with a performance, you know, a, a performance uh, a female performer, if you will, in the first place, after his past widely publicized liaisons? With other people illegally, you know why? Why also would would his own widow's 
and, and, and also with his own widowed sister-in-law, which is an amazing thing. I mean, Hunter has little or no experience or training in high-stakes international finance investment, and thus has no market value. I mean, he's nothing. His, his amateurish canvases somehow have sold for up to, you know, again, his, his $500,000 of paintings, okay? I mean, it's just it's just an amazing thing, okay? You know, so why why, why would he not, why would not the carefree Hunter Biden, why, why would he not uh, insist that, that the Biden spotlight remain careful and uh, careful never to abandon incriminating drugs in the White House or something? Where, where, who, whose coke was that in the White House anyway? I just think it's an amazing thing, okay? But whatever the case is, it's, um, you know, what what is all this going? But they, because now they realize this is likely going to bring down his campaign. I mean, that's, you know, why, why you know, Hunter's lifestyle, okay, is going to be uh, in the, in the, in the, in the, it's going to be in the news, but it's also, his, his, uh, his, uh, his breaking the law is also going to be in the news as well. Okay. So, I mean, it, these are all problems that he's going to be dealing with. Okay. It's just, it's just interesting because what we have to realize is a lot more to it than, than meets the eye. And I just, we have to realize that. That oh Biden now is concerned because this is all going to come out, and I think the media knows this is going to come out. It's going to affect. It's going to affect the public. It's going to affect what they think. It's going to affect what they think. I was reading a Victor Davis Hanson uh, article in in Town Hall, and he was citing some of the stuff that I just talked about, and it's just an amazing thing. I mean, it really is an amazing thing. You know, I I think that they know that. Biden's going to have a lot of trouble. He's going to have a lot, a lot of trouble. He's going to have a lot of trouble trying to figure out how to uh, how to win the election when he's got all this baggage hanging around him. And, uh, you know, and uh, what, what we have to, what we have to is, uh, you know, we have to uh, realize is that is why, why are they just now getting into this? Why are they just now getting into this? I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think that you have to realize there's a whole lot more to what's going on right now with 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 the Biden and, and, and I mean, his policymaking, like like you said, his advertising is something that comes out of this and they really don't know what, they, what else to do with this. They don't know where to go with this because I, I think that, um, you know, when you look at what's what's happening in the Ukraine, you're looking at the, the foreign policy problems that, that's going on around the world. You're looking at the fact that that Americans are struggling everywhere, and uh, you're seeing all this, and you realize it's a whole lot. Wor- it's a whole lot worse than could possibly be imagined. And I just think it's something that you know, it's just something to think about, and uh, it's just really something to think about, folks. I think what we have to get, we have to come to understand that. Um, I think it's just compelling, okay, that you have incompetent people in Washington, incompetent people in Hawaii putting out fires, incompetent people in Washington making public policy, incompetent people trying to figure out how to solve the problems of Americans when they're not trying to solve any problems. What they're trying to do is they're trying to hold people back. But it's very, very telling, and I think we have to realize that the game that they're playing right now is, is pretty scary, and I think it's it's holding America back. It's holding America back. I mean, the perfect response to 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 all of this is to just vote these people out of office. I mean, like I said, you've got the mayor of New York right now saying that his city is being overrun with with illegal immigrants, and I mean, suddenly they they're all upset about it. Okay, so now he's 
you know, I mean, and, you know, he's, he's on his own. The White House is telling him he's on his own with illegal, uh, with the illegal immigrants. I think that's compelling. So right now the White House is telling New York City, you're on your own with all of this because uh, Eric, Eric Adams is uh, saying it's going to destroy New York. It's just, and well, yeah, it's going to increase. I mean, you're trying to increase the workforce with, 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 you know, with, um, with people that are, that are just not citizens and it's going to take the jobs away from people that are, it's going to, it's going to hurt the economy. Yeah. You got, you got a $12 billion deficit in New York that they're, that they have to cut and, and they're dealing with all the time and they're letting people into the city and it's costing them lots and lots of money and they're going to lose it all together. He's just upset about it. You know, he failed to mention that New York City is a sanctuary city and that the oh, Biden has been dropping plane loads of illegal immigrants into Manhattan and surrounding boroughs, albeit in the middle of the of the night for years. So now they're they're out there saying so. Eric Adams' comments on the migrant crisis destroying New York City is the implication that they're that though Biden and the Washington writ. I mean, they, 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 so here they are denying all of this. I think it's interesting. It's all that they've been denying all along. And but denying all along that there is a crisis at the border, and now they're realizing, oh my goodness, there is, and they don't know what to do with. But you know, you you got to realize, and getting back to a little bit with Hunter Biden, it's just like I said, it's just something that what it is, what else can happen to Joe Biden that's going to cause him to have problems winning an election. I mean, you got an out of control son that's making news in a lot of bad ways, and uh, a lot of stories coming out. Okay, a lot of reports coming out. Um, you know, um, that are being reported in several publications, okay? I mean, these things are coming out that, you know, he may dispute them and some of them, I don't know, but there are, there are reports that are coming out and there's there's investigations on them and, and, you know, they're trying to solve this and they realize now what they're up against because they've been watching this, they've been trying to, they've been thinking all along that Trump's indictments are going to save Trump and they're not. His indictments are empowering Trump. They're encouraging they're, they're making others more, you know, wanting to be more, you know, to vote for him. They, they're seeing more, they're seeing Trump more as a, as a, an outsider trying to be, uh, that, that they're attacking. Okay. It's just, it's an amazing thing. But folks, I mean, we, we understand as Americans what's happening. Okay. And I think it's, it's imperative that we understand a little bit more to what's happening, but we got to know that <clears throat> what's, when we're looking at America today and we realize the problems we're up against, they're, they're real, and the only people with solutions are the ones that have objective solutions in mind. Okay, if you want public, if you want to raise, if you want to drop gas prices, you need to increase energy production. If you want to claim that you're going to, we want to make this kind of country energy independent, you need to increase energy production. If you want to stamp out crime, you need to stamp out crime. If you want to secure the border, you need to secure the border. You know, if you want to help the middle class, you need to actually do past public policy is going to help the middle class. I mean, you actually have to take steps in that direction and not run behind a smoke and mirrors Coney Island shell game, which is what these people are doing all the time. Look, to get the inside scoop, if you will, that to understand <clears throat> of what it, what can be done to be of some help to society, okay? We have to we have to have a media, America First media, that's going to hold our elected officials accountable. Ask the tough questions when they read articles. They ask the questions of the people in the article. They ask them, "Is this true? Can you substantiate this?" 
but there's a lot of things, like I said, that have been reported and, and it's just there. And, and we have to realize facts will come out. And when they do come out, but people vote whether or not they get the facts or not. Unfortunately, we're voting for people in this country that have not achieved that have not achieved anything. And we're voting for them over people that have achieved much. And that, folks, is something I just can't, I cannot get my arms around. Well, folks, look, we have to leave it there. We want to thank our listeners for being with us today, for spending time with us today. And uh, on this beautiful Saturday afternoon right here on AM Radio 1180 WFYL or our show, The Watchman. Folks, see you next week on The Watchman. And I'm Clay Brees. Goodbye for now.